0: Frog Week is July 31st through August 6th, and here from P.A. Woods & Forest to talk about that and all the exciting things that he does, our friend Aaron Capole. How are you, man? Oh, Bo, it's been so crazy, like a roller coaster, but, you know, at some
1: point things normalize and had the opportunity to come out here, and I'm looking
0: forward to, to talking with you. It's been... Crazy, to say the least. Well, I've just observed a couple of videos that you have produced. And, of course, I know anytime I want to ask about frogs or anything connected, you're the guy to talk to. But uh, I just think it's awesome, as we've talked in the past, about being able to pursue your passions and you know how that helps us all in some way, doesn't it? Oh, uh, Hands
1: down, especially with trying to create something that, there's not a genre for it there's not a specific box that it fits in this category that i'm trying to do with conservation and education and all of these different things entertainment all together wrapping it all together into one project and housing it under a nonprofit that's all new like nobody especially for frogs and toads you could get away with it for mammals you can get away with it for birds in a lot of cases but it's very hard to try and make a main character of a story, a frog or a toad, because a lot of people feel distant. So yeah. that's some of the important stuff that we're trying to accomplish that I'm trying to personally accomplish.
0: Absolutely. PA Woods and Forests. I see the t-shirt there. And <laughs> I'm sure people are wondering, what is that? PA Woods and Forests.
1: That is the nonprofit that I founded about a year and a half ago. It was like the end of 2021, early 2022. And I wanted to create an organization that focused on a lot of the native species featuring amphibians, reptiles, invertebrates, carnivorous plants. And a lot of times we look at the endangered stuff and the at-risk stuff, but we don't focus on things that are common or abundant. We don't celebrate that. Well, like I feel we should. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm going to find some type of an endangered frog or plant or whatever, we're going to see if we can help it and take care of it if it fits into where we're at where we're doing conservation yeah but the main point of pa woods and forests is to help conserve overlooked species hypothetically or directly in your own backyard i mean that's our slogan yeah any frog or toad that you're seeing out in your backyard in pennsylvania any frog or toad that you see i mean that's kind of our goal is to be that bridge to to get people to the other side, to care about them, to think they're interesting, to think they're worth saving, to think that they are worth it if we create media about them. Because that's where a lot of stuff is lacking, is we don't see a lot of media where frogs and toads are the feature animals. They're just kind of a part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so the nonprofit and also my own media brand focus on making frogs and toads the center of it, or the Carnivorous Purple Pitcher Plant in Pennsylvania the center of it, rather than the Venus flytrap or dart frogs, which they're all important, they're all special, and I, I love all of them, but where I'm specifically focused on changing and making a change and trying to be effective is with the native stuff that a lot of people don't really seem to look at in a positive
0: light. If we can help certain species, it only makes our lives better. And it's a pretty simple understanding, isn't it? A lot of people don't realize how
1: the public really affects all of these different things. So to give you a quick story here, Somerset County, Cambria County, the Eastern Gray Tree Frog had been missing for many, many generations. Like People would go out, I think, three or four different surveys trying to find animals where they existed. Their distribution is what it's called, and they'd never been documented in either of those counties. Well, 2021, I am a permitted, licensed herp educator, which means I could take in rescued ones and injured ones and all this other stuff well long story short i keep these great tree frogs and they're special to me they matter so i wanted to be one of the first if not the first to find populations in these counties it's not a northeastern like big time discovery. People do this, you know, it's kind of common in some ways to find an animal that was never found in a county before. The fact that all these organizations, all these different community groups, like nobody, even if they heard them or even if they saw them, they didn't know what it was. Nobody reported it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I was able to intrude and find these populations and record them and now start managing them is a big deal. But the main point to take out of this story I didn't get there without the public. Mm -hmm. I didn't get there without knowing somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that had these frogs. That's generally how it goes, whether it was having people come on frog walks, nature events that the nonprofit holds where we go and take people to see frogs and somebody saying, Oh, I think I've heard that in my backyard or I've heard it down the street going to public events or public meetings and somebody saying, Oh, I know this person that lives at this place that probably has them. And that's all it takes. So somebody that's listening to this could literally be holding the key for a conservation breakthrough, whether it be a significant animal or if you deem abundant species or endangered species boring, you know that, I mean, that's, that's the main goal is we're trying to get the public involved in any way, shape or form. And if it's not just creating habitat, it's also what information do you have? What have you seen? And a lot of times I hear some people, they misidentify something, but a lot of times there's a hit just waiting to happen. And what is Frog Week for people that haven't heard us talk before? So Frog Week has really evolved over the years. It was even before the nonprofit was formed. In 2019, I wanted to create some type of a project to get people in western and central Pennsylvania interested about the frogs and toads because I felt personally that it was lacking. There's a lot of interest in venomous snakes and, of course, the large salamander, the hellbender, and you see people care about turtles. But frogs and toads in Pennsylvania are a lot of times overlooked unless they're endangered or they're newly discovered like the Atlantic Coastal Leopard Frog was like a decade or two ago. But there was really no conservation or efforts to get people to care about these animals Mm -hmm. from anywhere and i just thought you know i have some of these animals they should be the center point why can't they I, i look at things a lot of times like this beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and i think that a lot of the common things should be celebrated and they should be enjoyed and they should be exciting yeah. As opposed to oh well that's you know that's common, why worry about it? why focus? Well, I mean that's how all these animals started if you think about it one at one point, something was common somewhere and it's declined, and then we don't seem to get the message until it's gone. so the goal is to try and, and avoid that to right. prevent that for these animals and it started there, getting people interested, going out and, and for myself, even trying to find where these animals existed. but then, as the project continued to grow. The nonprofit came in in 2021. It became more about now we have to have target species. Now we have to start creating habitat for these animals to reproduce. We found the gray tree frog. Now what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Last year we added the pickerel frog. Well, how are we going to help conserve that species? It's completely different from the others that are breeding in puddles, essentially. Now we found a pond breeder that we're trying to help. So we went from kind of a run and gun style of it was more being out there and being in the moment to now very strategically planned, very conservation oriented, very focused on how are we going to achieve goals and strategically planning what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. So Frog Week, especially because of the opportunities that I've had, like I said, with rescuing some of these animals. And also, I want to give a shout-out to that drone license, being able to show people the animal, you know, from the permit with rescuing frogs and toads, I can put a name and a face on a frog like you saw with Ace, and now people might think of her when they see a toad. Mm -hmm. And if I show you from a drone the backyard or some park or some place and you can physically see it changing over the years I'm doing Frog Week, you might be able to say, hey, like I don't like that the water level's dropped, or I don't like that these plants have moved in, or I don't like that there's no sign of any frogs. And that might get people interested. So That's a right. lot of this is community action, community outreach, and citizen science at its
0: peak. Right. You present things that often I'm sure people are not aware of, or you're you're drawing attention to something that... Many times they just don't think about, and realize that, wow, you know, this this is this is an issue and if you saw it, you would understand. And that's these are things that you present. Oh my, there's so many different aspects to look at.
1: Wounded animals, having to get the agreements in place with different organizations that rescue Mm. or take in wounded frogs and toads doing that. I do road rescues to pull the healthy ones off of the road, get them to the breeding grounds and stuff like that. You know, there's so many different things, the pets, the critter talks, the frog walks, the actual conservation of what's going on, like the field work, trying to find species in different counties. There's so many parts to this that it's not just, I can't necessarily answer it without being monotonous about what is frog week because it's become so much more than just a guy out there filming with a camera Mm -hmm.
0: it's becoming a bigger deal than that and i would uh, advise people to be directed to your youtube channel let's talk about the youtube channel because it's it's pretty impressive it's presented in a very professional manner just as you started this conversation with you know it's finding out ways to educate people that sometimes it takes a little extra effort but through that YouTube channel, you get to witness your enthusiasm and your also the compassion that you have as well toward these creatures. Well, I really appreciate that.
1: The best thing I can say is I'm not somebody, and I hope that you'll watch the Frog Week series, the Frog Week project, like I said, July 31st to August 6th. There's going to be so much going on. I'm going to be on reptile podcasts. The news is probably going to share it. Uh, from what I've heard now, 15 different newspapers are going to have stories on it. Mm. It's going to make a big appearance all across Pennsylvania. And again, those reptile podcasts are national slash international. So people are starting to slowly hear about it. I'd like to turn it from a small like hometown type field to a regional or even a national thing at some point. And what this is, it's it's frog week, yes, but it's not we're not talking about the rainforest and we're not talking about the southeast. This is a project made by a person who's very passionate, who's very enthusiastic about his own backyard about the animals that are around our area and I wanted to do something to make a change. I wanted to help these animals. And the only way I could do that was by going a thousand miles a minute. And that's mm. what I'm I'm doing and what I've been doing my whole life. So I put so much passion into this. And I've heard all the, the criticism over the years about it's just a guy out there filming or it's not about all frogs. And, and it's not necessarily meant to be right now. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know that that would be... The best strategy like divide and conquer right now i'm focused on this area in this region if we can get other groups to be a part of it and we add to the frog week project that's great but the main point is i want people to see a guy who's not getting paid for this a guy who's not working with the flashiest frogs somebody who genuinely cares about this environment about the northeast and somebody that wants to make a difference and Whether that be spending the money and working as hard as I could to get the education to get the pets to show you on a personal level, to get the drone license, to be able to show you from an aerial perspective of what deforestation looks like, you know, to be able to create breeding programs for seven years or however many years to really teach people all of these different aspects. It's not just one. It's not just two. It's a whole toolbox of skills and gadgets and enthusiasm that really focuses on creating this project. Even if you don't watch before, if you watch Frog Week 2023, that's going to take us into this new era, I I believe, we're turning a corner of how good the production can get, Mm -hmm. how good the videos can actually encapsulate what's actually happening. So this is a whole different, this is like a beginning point. So you can look back at the history of Frog Week, the last five years, and you could get excited and you you could enjoy it. It was very different. I was learning. I wasn't as skilled in anything as what I am today. But if you look when it comes out July 31st and you watch each day, you're going to see even through those videos, the improvement and the excitement go up and the production go up. So that's what I'd encourage. I would just say, give it a chance, give it some time here and just take it in because Mm -hmm. that's all that I'm asking is for an
0: opportunity. Mark your calendar then for July 31st and Aaron Capulli, continue with that passion that you have. I really enjoy the work that you do. I always love talking to people who are real emphatic about what they do, and I think it's just awesome. As always, great to see you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me again.